What up, mother fathers, sons and daughters, and everybody in between? This week's episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father is brought to you by our friends at Go Macro and Green Chef. Uh, more on both brands uh, and their amazing offers that they have for you guys later in the show. But until then, as always, enjoy the show. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need or you're far, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or a problem in school or got a job. We just want to know who you are. So we can say thank you for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yay! Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Um, let's kick this off by saying thank you to everyone for sent or leaving a bunch of voicemails for us. There's yeah, a lot. They're, they're so fun to listen to. Yeah. And I, I just like how um, honest everyone is and... It just sounds like, you know, your friend is leaving you a voicemail. And so we'll get into those. Um, Isn't it crazy how vulnerable people can be yeah. without ever having like physically connected before? Yeah. I mean, that is like the reality we live in these days. Yeah, I guess so. It's just, it, it always blows my mind. Like it's, to me, it's so cool and humbling that people feel comfortable. Well, number one, that people listen to the show, but number two, that like we have something like the voicemails and that people feel comfortable enough to reach out and like really dive into things going on in their life where, you know, they may be extraordinary or they're struggling a little bit and need some help um, and want to lean on our experience. So it's just crazy. It is crazy. I think every time someone says, Oh, I love listening to the show. I get a little like flutter in my stomach. For sure. Yeah, me too. It's just a cool feeling. Um, we're going to hit you with some wins and fails on our behalf because um, it's been a kind of a funky week. Um, but I also want to kick it off on like a good, um, a lot of kicking off and hit it off and like, you know, all these little terms. Do it right? all. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about um, the house because it's like the positive, I feel like, I, I don't want to say silver lining, but it just feels like it gives me a great feeling every time we talk about it. Um, so for sure, is update. It, is it overwhelming at all though? Well, like, do you, do you have days or do you have moments where that, that house is overwhelming? Like the idea of just that it exists now and we're paying for it and, and the work we're trying to do over there. Um, yeah. Okay, good. Like, yeah, I definitely have moments where it's almost hard to believe that it's really ours and that it's sitting there, um, you know, pretty much empty. Well, it is empty and even more emptier than when we got it because, uh, they ripped everything out of it, like floors and part of the bathroom upstairs and all of the kitchen. So it's ready to go. Um, and it's super overwhelming because this is 
like we've said in the past, like this is a huge undertaking for us financially. And we still don't know what to expect (laughs) because it's literally sitting there empty with no tentative start date for construction because um, we're a touch in limbo right now. You know, we're we're trying to be savvy or not even savvy. We're just trying to be smart. Smart. Yeah. Um, Get some quotes. Um, Yeah. Look, we have a contractor that we've worked with in the past who we love and he does amazing work. And if anybody's ever done uh, renovations at their home before, like finding a good contractor that you can trust is really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done that. Um, but what I love most is that like we're friends and the communication is so good and so prompt. Oh yeah. Right. Which That's, is, yeah. it's really hard to find. Mm-hmm. However, uh, you, you pay for that. Yeah. You know, at least <laughs> there with, it is. There's the honesty at least I was with looking him. for. And the, the reality is like the reason I asked you about the house is because like, it's already started getting a little stressful for me. So I'm, I'm having to like, just remind myself to come back to just feeling more grounded around it and knowing like, you know, not knowing, trusting the process and enjoying the process. And I'm, I'm just hardwired to see dollar signs. Like I think budget and frugality all along the way. And I know for this one, it's like, you know, this is our, this is our next step up. Like we need to do it a certain way, but not overdo it regardless like it's a lot more square footage than we have now so it just costs right yeah that's just the reality so i'm i'm just already seeing i'm seeing the numbers and you know what what in our dream world what we want to do to it and it's stressing me out because i already feel like well we can't do everything we want to do um because ultimately i think there's a threshold for how much we can be into this house for yeah, for sure. Because at some point, like we got to get the value back out of it, at least dollar for dollar. But in a dream world, we make some money. Right. You know, I think we're going to be okay. And like I said to you the other day, I'm feeling oddly optimistic all of a sudden about it all. Um, I think since that day, sure. Like I've, I've thought a little bit about just, you know, the expense and how it's not, it's not really doing anything right now. Like I would love to see actual action happening so i feel like we're not just burning through money on a day-to-day for no reason so that part's a little weird but i'm excited and i'm i'm proud of ourselves and i'm just i'm happy that we have started on the process because i think had we waited any longer we would have been in a worse situation just because we feel so ready yeah to move and to have this new experience um yep so i want you to like I want you to get comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable because it's not going to be easy. Yeah. I'm trying to live in that space right now. Yeah. And I want you to also get comfortable with the idea of enjoying the process because that's something that we admittedly just aren't very good at when it comes to these big life experiences, these big chapters of life, you know, sometimes we tend to dwell or it becomes more overwhelming than it is enjoyable. And what's the point of that? No, I totally get that. I think, in my mind like this may not apply to everything but a lot of it comes down to preparation and like being on the same page for things and I I think we're mostly there but because this is a much much bigger project like one of the things that's important for me I think for us is knowing exactly what work is going to be done and almost exactly what it's going to cost right you know well, what I mean? Because right now it's still smart. open-ended and that's why it feels stressful. But that's 
we started talking about contractors. We love our contractor, but again, we, we pay for what he brings to the table. And so we need to check a couple other options just to see where other people come in at. Because ultimately like this is going to come down to, to money. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like a lot of things do, unfortunately, but the difference is, is in the past with, with our contractor who we love, we only had projects that were, you know, they were, they were smaller. We could be a tiny bit more flexible just because it wasn't like we were renoing an entire home. Yep. Um, and we had fun with that. Now, you know, it's just a different story. Like there is a budget. And but now I want to know, I want to know like by line item. And this is why I've enjoyed working with our designer so far. Cause she's bringing organization to the table and obviously a great eye for design, but like she's built out a budget. She has line item by line item, every single thing, like piece of work, fixture, furniture, everything. And they've started inputting their ranges for each of those line items. And then the contractor should be doing the same for what they're responsible for. And ultimately, like we should have a range and the very top of this range should not go past our ultimate budget. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I know that everything's fit into that budget, then I'll, I think I can breathe a little easier and I can like really get in and enjoy the process. Well, hopefully in the next week or hopefully less, you can have those figures yeah, and then we can really settle in and we can get excited because we have two gorgeous renderings that Brittany has sent us I know of our kitchen and our master bath and it's dreamy and it's almost surreal. I was trying to explain this to my cousin the other day when she was looking at it and I said, it just doesn't feel real. Like I can't believe that this is something that's going to be physically ours at some point because right now it's just this beautiful 3D like tour on the computer. Dude, it's like it's like being on an HGTV show. It's crazy. It's so cool. That's honestly like one of the best parts of, of using a designer. And I want to speak on that too because uh, you were gung ho on that. I was not because I'm I'm a money person. I'm a I'm a no guy. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want to save right. That's just 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 how I'm hardwired. She like that part of the process of, of having someone able, like with the skills to, to draw out something with the proper measurements and like give you something visually that'll show you like how beautiful the space can be is almost priceless. There's a price to it, but But, almost priceless. Right. And I think the real beauty of that, that we didn't really consider was that you can be super detail oriented with like you know, visualizing yourself in the space and how you would, like if you're reaching at the stove, for instance, and what's going to be on your right side, like what are you most accustomed to having? For sure. For sure. All these things that like you don't realize because we gutted the kitchen. So this is basically a fresh start on a kitchen. You don't realize like how many decisions you have to make. Do you want cabinets? Do you want drawers there? How high? How wide? How yes. long? Yes. How many cabinets? Do you want your appliances on a countertop taking up space? Do you want space? shelves to pull out? Do you want to open drawers? What are we going to do here? What are How we How far do? is the island going to be from the next countertop? Wow. Right? I am with you. All of it. It's crazy. And what's, yeah, it's, and if we didn't have her to lean on, I would be swimming in just like my feelings. <laughs> I don't think I could physically, I don't think that we would do it to the degree that we would want to do it, you know, because we would just be like, at this point I can't make the decision, like make for it for sure. me. For sure. Yeah. That's, that's why I value her so much. It's, it's for us, you know, 
this decision came from just being at a point in life where we were ready to take the next step and we have just, just enough things going on that are keeping us busy. Like we, we need to delegate the things that we know that we can't do that efficiently. Mm -hmm. Right. And you, we we're paying for it. You might pay for it if you do something like that yourself, but ultimately it's worth it. Cause then you can focus on what you're good at or what's most important to you. And this is something for her or anybody like her that they've done hundreds mm -hmm. of times already and like know how the process goes. They know what you should be paying. They know how should, things should look like. They just take so many decisions away from you. And like the finishes, she has resources for finishes and yeah. she can just go, oh, let's just use this tile or these are the two countertops I think we can choose from. And it's like everything she's shown us so far is totally in line with what May, we want. Could you imagine just, just no. like... I know if what you're going to say. On our own, like just picking a countertop. Can I tell you that I had to go multiple times when we were doing little projects around this house for tile and I would get lost in that store. And this is obviously before kids for much longer than anyone should ever get lost in a tile store. It was embarrassing. It was overwhelming. I would be sweating. I would need a snack break. It was all too much for me, <laughs> you know, and then you got to consider budget and that in itself. No, thank you. Come again, sir. Mm-hmm. So take that off the table. She literally showed us maybe two options of things. And we were like, they're both great. You choose. Like yep, it was yep. perfect. It was a dream. I that feel, I feel like we're kind of in the boat though with the floors right now. And I know she's, she's like, guys, make a decision. Oh, right, right, right. We're trying to figure out what we want to do with the floors. We were thinking like, like traditional Spanish style. So you'd go to darker floor. Did we even say that we were doing a Spanish home? Like it's like, that's I don't the vibe. know. I didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be Spanish and just warm and cozy. I mean, and, people are going to get it. Yeah, no, I know. You know, but basically it came down to, are we doing light or dark floors? Right. And the light, like they look so beautiful these days. Like think, think California. Amber interiors. Right. Know? If that's a style, like for anyone who knows that account on Instagram, it's beautiful right now, but is it like, are we going to feel the same about it in five years or 10 years or 15 years? Sure. You know, so we want to do I something that lasts. We have light floors now, you know, I'm just ready for something different. I'm ready for something that's ours. I'm ready to really, I don't know. So anyways, we're going on and on and on. Sorry, you guys. Um, let's get into our wins and fails. How about that? Let's do it. Okay, I'll start. Go for it. Um, I'm going to start with our fail because um, Geo, I think it was maybe Wednesday night, had a runny nose. So he woke up Thursday morning um, later than ever. Like it was past eight, well past eight. And this kid goes to bed around like seven. So we were like, mm, something's up. And we had heard him cough in the morning. And I thought instantly, I was like, runny nose, cough in the morning, like he's not feeling well. Cut to right now, it's Monday night, and um, he's probably at about 90%, but since Wednesday and now, we were dealing with, you know, him having his first cold outside of that time we were in the hospital, whatever it was, in 2000, October in 2019. Um, and it's hard, you know, like... <laughs> This this climate that we're in is pretty mentally draining. I'm sure everyone listening could agree. Um, so, you know, if your kid's not feeling well, you 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 take all the precautions. You, of course, wonder, is this a cold or is it worse? Um, we all tested ourselves all, all negative, but still you think, well, was the test right? Like, I mean, you can mm -hmm. go down a path of just like mentally exhausted. And then of course now you guys, it's been almost a full, almost a full week by this point, by the time you guys are listening, we haven't seen anyone because we're just trying to be that cautious. We don't know, you know, oh, yeah, I mean, we should be. 
You should be, of course. But I'm saying like, it's just such a weird day and age where like in the past, I mean, I remember growing up, like people would get sick and you'd still go to their house and like have a play date. It's a different world now. Dude, I was just telling you like how I'd be sick. I just feel like I could never take time off work prior to, you know, resigning when Gio was born. And I would go like I worked for a startup before, you know, before I resigned or that's what I resigned from. And like we were in a, in a, we work in a little glass box. And like, if any of us were sick, we would be in there. I remember going in there sick multiple times, like sneezing, you know, all the things that I feel like a lot of people did. They were, they were pretty normal. And now, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for a lot of you guys, but like, the way I think about all that has changed so much. Like I'm almost scared to sneeze outside or in public anywhere. Oh yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you just don't, you suck that thing. We've been in on a couple of walks implode. in the neighborhood where I, where I sneeze and I'm one of the, like, I'm one of three people that sneeze at the sun. So I sneeze and like, I feel like my allergies go crazy. So I, I sneeze and I'll sneeze. And Danielle looks at me like she's going to cut my head off. <laughs> I just think, I need to now be on the other side of the street. I don't know you. Turn around. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But you are an exceptionally... uh, Sneezy guy. Sneezy guy. You're a sneezy guy. You're a sneezy guy. You're like a... When they they come, they they hit hard. Sure, sure, sure. You've got a lot of fluids happening in the nose. And for all of our OG listeners, he still hasn't addressed the nose issue. So we will not get into that because it is a trigger for me. Um, What is it? It has nothing to do with you. It's a tr- it's a trigger for me because I want the best for you. I want you to have the best life experience. I'm sorry, I haven't been willing to to give up a few days. I don't know if I'm going to be bedridden in pain. You know, <laughs> this I guy. have a family to look after. Another reason why the vasectomy is just like not on the table. <laughs> what? Don't bring that into it. Oh my god, it's okay. Patience is a virtue. You guys in relationships wanna, understand where I'm coming from. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Mother, daughter owned and based in a small rural community, Go Macro's mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle. Um, Ironic because I just took that picture with Ivory. Mother, daughter, you get the similarity there? I do. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, Not only do Go Macro's macro bars taste delicious, (laughs) they are also... um, (laughs) She's trying to read a script and dodged you at the same time. They also help support our planet. All Go Macro products are made with 100% renewable energy and sustainably sourced ingredients. They're available in mouthwatering flavors like peanut butter chocolate chip, blueberry plus cashew butter, and dark chocolate plus almonds. All macro bars are certified organic, vegan, and gluten-free. That's right. Have a food allergy or dietary restriction? Go Macro offers three delicious nut-free flavors as well as seven certified FODMAP-friendly flavors so that everyone can enjoy a delicious snack. And just when you thought it couldn't get any better, a percentage of proceeds from the August sales of their double chocolate plus peanut butter chips macro bars will be donated to the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. Best known for their work to protect elephants, the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust operates the most successful orphan element. (laughs) I really struggle with that. Elephant rescue and rehabilitation program in the world. So, guys, get your hands on Go Macro's delicious macro bars today by visiting gomacro.com. <laughs> oh, 
my gosh. And using promo code ADULTING for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks, Gio. Gio, what are you eating right now? What kind of bar? Macro bar. (laughs) Go get your macro bars, guys. Use code ADULTING. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay. I want to say something about Geo's cold. I, I don't know if you feel this way, but if I'm being really transparent, like I have some PTSD from that, from when Geo got sick at less than four weeks old and yep. our time in the hospital. And then, then I got sick there, which may or may not have been COVID at the time. It was like what October, 2019. Yeah, it was. Very possible. They tested it. was for- Halloween weekend. Don't you ever forget it. <laughs> right. Yep. Best weekend of the year, of course. It was terrifying. No, it was terrifying because we were in the in the ER. In the What do you call it? Yeah, ER. Um, and we were having quite possibly the worst day of our entire lives watching this little baby suffer oh, from yeah. whatever he was he had. Yep. Um, and poked and prod and just all the things that made it so much worse. But there were people in the ER that were ODing and um, they were all in like costumes. So there were people like looking absolutely terrifying and just puking and just, oh gosh, the vision. It was a vision. It was a nightmare weekend. But you know what? I still love Halloween. That's weird, man. Andrew thinks it's so weird that Halloween is my favorite holiday. Is it your favorite day of the year? Um, I think if I were to be honest, I think the month of October is just really... Mm-hmm. A symbolic best, best month. month for me. I really love it. I love. Would you say that October is the best month of the There's year? There's a vibe that is so different than the rest of the year for me. It's not the best. Okay. What's the I don't best? think there is a best month. What's the best month? Why do you make me choose things like this? <laughs> oh, this yeah. is when this I... This could take the whole episode. This I can't. But I do okay. enjoy October. I do. Can I, Sorry, I'm segueing a little bit, but I just want to mention that in this new neighborhood that we're living in, um, we were speaking with a neighbor. I don't know when it was, a couple weeks ago. And she was sharing that, that the neighborhood that we're moving into is a huge Halloween, like, celebratory neighborhood. Like, you know, what you dream of as a kid where the police, like, come and block the streets off and there's no cars and you just go nuts and everyone does their house up and it's probably, like, the big candy bar world, which, again, I don't know how we're going to navigate that with our plant-based children. We're going to have, like, go macro bars and... Literally, we should do that. They're pretty bomb. That would be, you know how many parents would be like, okay, take that extra large snicker. What are they called again? What? No, the big ones. Oh, uh. Come on. Jumbo size? All right, there it is. Dude, that was my jam back in the day. It, it Yeah, no, if Snickers you, were my choice. If, if I, you yeah. gave me Snickers or Skittles. Ew, Skittles. Skittles are amazing. You're going to say Snickers and Skittles in the same you know, sentence? They know, couldn't I'm, be I'm more different. I'm pretty sure this is, this is accurate. Um, you know when Jeff Bezos just went to space? Sure. He he had to eat Skittles up there. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I because don't know. you're talking about Skittles. That's why. He probably bought Skittles. No, I don't think so. I think Skittles is owned by Hershey. Give me the context in which you found out this information. Was it just a uh, phrase like, and he was eating Skittles? No, and I, think then they I, I think I watched the video when they got up to the the no gravity section okay. of of up there, and they were throwing Skittles back and forth like into each other's mouth. What a what a time to be alive! Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Um, it kind of okay. is. 
So you wanted to talk about the PTSD a little bit around that because I know I mean, that that's what much, has no. made this a little bit challenging. More, than I just feel like when anything pops up like that, like I can't help but just think it may be more serious than what it is. Sure. You know, I hate to see, I mean, I hate to see anybody suffer, but my own kid suffering just, just not a hundred percent is like, it's hard for me. And I, it doesn't stop me from taking action. Like I go into, let me solve the problem mode, mm-hmm. but, but it hurts. Yeah, no, it's a little I, scary. I completely agree. I think the, the one saving grace was that his mood yeah. was fine. You know, he literally was, you know, sneezing and occasionally coughing or his nose was running at one point, but like he was fine. He was happy. Um, so no, I, I totally get that. Um, I want to pivot. Did you, did you have a win? I did have a win. We're pivoting all over the place. No, no, no. This is good. We're back to it. Um, my win. Okay. Oh, this is kind of a funny one. My win is that after, I don't even know how long, weeks and weeks and weeks of, hyper analyzing what friggin activity physical activity like watch tracker i should get i finally got a fitbit um and i'm in like a group with sam who is our trainer and some of the people from the fit like an mf fit like amf uh challenge and it's been really fun it's really really fun i've enjoyed it it's kept me a lot more motivated and um and when you are stuck at home you know, with two beautiful children needing you all, all day long. It's nice to have a reminder to like, you know, do something for yourself, you know? So the watch is helping me like, remember that. Does it do anything else? Well, my texts come through, which I didn't even know that would happen. So that's cool. I have the time. I always know the time. This is great. Keeps me on schedule and it tracks my sleep, which don't get enough of apparently. Do you wear it when you sleep? I do. Yeah. Okay. Is that a bad idea? What is it? What does it track? Like just a wait time and a sleep time? No, it just says how long you how long you slept. So a sleep time. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's sleep time. Okay, cool. Okay, do you that's, have a win and fail? That's sweet. Yeah, uh, come at me, bro. What's your win and fail? Let me see it. I think my win is is, is around fit like an MF challenge. I just think um, I know I've been I've been staying on track. Um, last week I got four days rather than five, which. You know, I would obviously would have liked to get five, but um, there were four really good days and we had some other like life events in between. So it is what it is. Like, that's just how it goes sometimes. Right. And that's, that's part of the reason this group is there. It's just constant reminders to like, you know, get after it, accountability, support for each other, yada, yada. So I just think it's, it's going good. I'm staying on track. Like I'm, I'm seeing uh, an ab come through. <laughs> so this is good. We're closer to the goal. I think I have like two and a half weeks left to get the rest of them, but mm-hmm. we have one. Um, and, and, and that's it. Like, I, I don't know why I always come back to the Facebook group. Like it's just so cool in there because everybody's so damn supportive of each other. Yep. And it's not like, there's a lot of good online. There's a, there's a lot of good on social media, but there's also the opposite. And this Facebook group is like a hundred percent the good stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's cool to see. It's just cool to be a part of. I agree. I totally agree. Um, how about my abs, though? Kill him. <laughs> I mean, speak. Kill him. Oh, thank you so much. No, you're doing good. She's, she's all psyched because she's like, what was your goal? Four pounds? Yeah. 
five pounds? No, no. I said three or four, <laughs> and then you were like, pick one. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go gotta, for four. You, your goal's got to be crystal clear. I got you. Well, she's the other day, this is maybe yesterday, two days ago, she was like, uh, I'm down, I'm down three pounds from my, um, not my original weight, but my, <laughs> my after the weight I started at after baby. I said, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Shut up. And so, so because of that, she's been walking around just, just flaunting herself. No, hold up. Okay. <laughs> yes and no. Okay. But the truth is, I'm going to clarify because nothing that you just said made sense. I am, I am, <sighs> I am literally nine pounds away from like my pre both baby days. Okay. Nine pounds I'd have to lose, which like, I don't know if I'll ever be there and it doesn't really matter to me. It's not necessarily about the weight, but I do have a little bit to lose and it's noticeable to me. So, um, so the three pounds was like a big victory because I was like, Hey, I'm making progress. You know, I'm, I'm since training at all since Sam before fit like AMF, um, I'm down, what am I down? Seven pounds. But then since, since, since the challenge, yeah, but since the challenge started, I'm down three. So yeah. four pounds prior to three after. How nice has it been to have Sam around? I, I've never appreciated a human being on our, in our house more. <laughs> like I am, I am missing that consistent, like, you know, I just need it's to really, hang with people. Damn it. Yeah. And he's a good one. Like he's just a good He's a good dude, but he's a good person. Yep. You know? And so it's great. And then obviously he knows his stuff, you know, and just look at him. He takes very good care of himself. Yep. Um, but it's, it's one of those other things. It's like, I don't want to think about all those things. Like I want to do this for myself, but I don't want another thing to think about. And so it's so nice to have him and his expertise just say like, here's your plan. Mm -hmm. Do it. I think that's what makes it more enjoyable. You know, that's what makes it more playful because we're taking a little bit of the weight off of us, no pun intended, and like just walking into something kind of like unknown and knowing that we're just going to get our, our ass kicked. Yep. Yep. Um, do you have a fail? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a combo. We, we talked about it already. It's just around like, like repositioning how I'm thinking about the house already, but also... It's kind of the ups and downs I've felt over the last few days with, with Gio being sick and just concerns around that. And, and then you feel like, you, you know, like you should kind of like put your walls up in terms of having anybody around or seeing anybody. And then it makes you feel like you did like early 2020. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'm just so ready to be done with that. Dude, I am so glad you said that. So that's it. It is heavy af yeah it's just not like look just my opinion it's just not how we're meant to cohabitate operate as humans mm -hmm. you know it's just not i know it's a confusing process because you know on one hand there's nothing more valuable than health and time right and the idea of your health being compromised or time being taken away from you they both suck you know, so it's like constantly teetering on that, like whatever you want to call it, like line of, I want my life. I want, I want what I remember life to be like. I want to enjoy the things I used to enjoy, but then also I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone. <laughs> it's wild. Yep. So yeah, we can leave it at that, but 
I'm glad you said that. Thanks. Um, do you want to take a quick break? And when we come back, we will answer some voicemails. Yes, let's do it. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. You guys, I love to cook. You guys probably already know that, but I get bored with the stuff that I make and I'm not the only one that gets bored. So we got really excited when Green Chef offered to sponsor the show because they sent us more Green Chef meals, which we love. Um, I'll speak to two of the meals that we've had so far that are just like bomb the cauliflower the baja cauliflower is that what it's called yeah it's the yeah. baja cauliflower bowl and then like there's a stuffed veggie pepper it's that was the veggie and bean stuffed peppers oh thank you mr details um these meals are so good the ones that we got were vegan um they have several options they're really healthy they help boost your immune support because they care about the ingredients that they're putting in um the meals and it's easy to do i mean you made them so it must be easy what do you mean <laughs> no they were really I'm a good, good cook guys no he's a de- we're both i feel i feel like we're both decent i was cooks. once the sauce king on, on oh, yeah. ig that's but right now i'm the green chef king all right let's keep it up okay so you hit a few points here's here's what else we love about green chef so green chef takes care of meal planning grocery shopping and even some food prep giving you more time to tackle back to school season uh and more time to just tackle life for those of you guys without kids you can choose from three easy to follow recipes every week with options for keto paleo and plant powered diets as well as meals to help you eat in a more balanced way um and this is pretty cool green chef is the most sustainable meal kit so you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table it's actually the only meal kit that's both plastic and carbon offset that's important to me 100 percent Here's uh, the coolest part. Just get to the deal because this is a deal this we've a, never been offered before to our no. listeners. And Gio's even excited about it. What do you want to say, Gio? Uh, 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 me. Well, all he said was go to greenchef.com slash adulting 100 and use code adulting 100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. That's go to greenchef.com slash adulting 100 and use code adulting 100 to get 100. Yeah, that's right. You heard it right. Uh, $100 off, including free shipping. Guys, Green Chef, we're loving it. They're the number one meal kit for eating well. Can you say, can you say adulting 100? Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> Green Chef, guys, adulting 100. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. <laughs> oh, I just got done watching a video. Actually, we got done watching a video, and I want to share it with you guys because it's so stupid but hilarious. Uh, one of my buddies that I used to work with in this glass box that I talked about earlier in the episode, um, he <laughs> sent this video from a news report in Australia, and it was uh, the story was about a lady who uh, was broken up with, or she broke up with her boyfriend, and his petty <laughs> ass, his petty ass, made and posted signs all around town on poles and stuff that said. <laughs> <laughs> Chewbacca contest. <laughs> Call this number and leave your best Chewbacca impersonation. <laughs> and obviously it was her number. So she was getting like, I don't know, probably hundreds of calls of people leaving their Chewbacca impersonation. <laughs> like at all times of the day. And on the report, they played one of the, one of the Chewbacca. <laughs> 
It was solid. It was very good. It was, it was movie quality. Oh, so that's gosh, all. That's good. That's oh, all. I, I know it's stupid, but I wanted to share it with you guys. No, I'm so glad you did. Let's oh. uh, let's let's jump into some voicemails. This first one here uh, is from a listener who's asked us not to share their voice. So uh, I'm also not going to read the whole voicemail, but I'll I'll give you the gist of it, uh, and then we can we can talk about it. So they're saying that essentially they just feel very helpless. I. You know, they're still young, 22, mm-hmm. um, but it sounds like they don't feel like they're in control of their life and there are a lot of elements of their life, specifically their job, that they don't like and they just don't see the next direction, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they feel like they don't have control to take control, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Something that stood out that they said was if we could... <laughs> A, do a whole episode on just ways of feeling better or getting yourself out of this funk, for lack of a better term. That's not something that they said, but feeling helplessness. Um, so I just thought maybe it would be, I mean, you you put your spin on it because I think you're the perfect candidate to give advice because um, I just value all the words that come out of your beautiful mouth. But also I think um, we can both probably speak to like the things that we do to help when we feel helpless. Yeah, absolutely. I really think that that's all we can do. Okay. Do you want to start? I can just I can start. Yeah. No, you don't have to. I was just asking. Yeah. Um I've been there. I I understand it. Like I'll never be in your shoes, but I I've, I've understood it from my experience. And um you know, what I can say from my own experience is keep it simple, right? Start small, take things like start creating goals and start ticking things off the list one at a time. And for me, that's made me feel like I have control. And and for me, that snowballed and got me into the mental position of like, now I, I can do anything that I want to do that I set my mind to. Like if there are, if there are several things that you feel helpless around or feel like you want to change in your life, start with one. Start and and start with the easiest one, the one that you believe that you can change the quickest that may make the most impact, right? And just tick that one thing off. And and I swear there's just there's just something about setting an ambition or goal, whatever you want to call it, and accomplishing it that just like it gives you a feeling almost like none other mm-hmm. right and it, it, like to me for me it makes me feel like okay what's next i can do anything at this point yeah so that's what i would say yeah um on that same note sam our trainer had mentioned that there's actual apps that help encourage you to well i'm sure that like but like tasks or reminders or whatever but i think he was saying that that's something that he used as a tool to help him with you know any anxiety that he might feel um i hope he doesn't take offense to me sharing that i think that that's pretty um yeah i i was gonna say that's really helpful because i feel the same way i get more overwhelmed when i ignore things that need my attention um but the second i give that attention or i actually take care of it or handle my business i feel like a different person um but i also just want to like throw a few things out there that just make me feel happy (laughs) i love waking up and having coffee um i love the ritual of 
cooking meals throughout the day. I mean, that's something that my family does. That's a way that we share our love and having plenty of beautiful food. Um, is it obviously it's a luxury. It's not even a luxury. It's just like, it just makes me feel rich in a way, you know, that's really important to me and it makes me happy. Um, I love candles. Um, I think lighting a candle makes me feel a certain type of way. I love taking a bath. I mean, these are all pretty like, I don't know. They're just things that like, I think we don't do enough and it's a form of self-care and self-care can make you feel like you can, you know, take care of more because you're loving yourself first. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's easy to get away from you as number one, but, uh, I think in times like that, it's, it's most important to come back to who the number one priority is and that's you, right? Mm-hmm. Once you, in, in many ways, not always the case, but a lot of times like when you take care of yourself, then you can take care of the things around you that might need addressing. So yeah. that was just one other thing I wanted to add as well as, as I liked to get back to the basics when I'm feeling like that. And for me, that's, you know, exercise, that's meditation. That's like being outdoors or in nature. Um, that's, that's more intimate connection. Like, I don't really mean sexually, although that's fine too. Oh, but, they know. Right. Uh, no, I mean like just, just quality one-on-one time. Like to me, being like one-on-one with a friend or one-on-one with Gio or you or whatever is like, is, is so much more fulfilling than being in a big ass group of any sort. Oh, for sure. You know, And I know I'm kind of getting away from the question now, but it's like, I go back to the basics of like what fills up my cup. And again, that like kind of puts the control back with me, Mm -hmm. right? When I make those conscious choices to do those things and then I get filled up, then I go out to tackle everything else. Yeah. That's great. All right. Next question. Hey guys, it's just Sophia from Australia. Um, Andrew, my question is for you today. I was reflecting on what Papa G had said um, in his last episode about having regret about your grandma. Uh, That might not be the right choice of words, but I was wondering if you've had time to reflect on how that made him feel and if you have done anything to change anything in your life, if you needed to, uh, so that you don't feel the way that he did at the age of 88. Um, Also, when are we going to have Papa G back on? And when are we going to have Uncle Chris on? And when are we going to have the podcast about the Italy trip? And last but certainly not least, I just want to give a massive shout out to everyone on the other team, like, um, like an MS family rather. Um, it's just so encouraging to be on there and seeing everyone being so positive towards each other. Um, and definitely making us all accountable, including myself. Um, it's it's really easy to be negative on social media sometimes and it's just really, really refreshing to see that nobody is being negative on this closed FB page. Everyone is being positive towards each other and encouraging and it's so good to see. And I would really like to give a shout out to all the women who are on there posting about um exercising when they're getting their monthlies. Um, it can be a struggle. I know that it's not the most um, fun topic to talk about, particularly for men and in some cases women as well. So 
I just wanted to give a shout out to everyone being so vulnerable, open and honest and I'm really, really grateful that I'm a part of the group and sending everyone my love from Australia. I hope you guys all have a fantastic day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Sophia, what up? What up? Uh, we love Sophia. She's Sophia, you're probably gonna listen to this. We we love you. Uh you've been so supportive of us and the show and, and everything we've touched and, and I just want to use this as an opportunity to say thank you. Um as for your questions, uh, so we definitely need to have Uncle Chris on. I yes. think that would be a great episode. I think you guys would really love that. Uh, I would love to have Papa G back on. Mm-hmm. I call him Papa. I'd love to have Papa back on. Um, you know, we, we don't get to see each other too often. But uh, next time we're around, I think we should maybe do a, a, a version funny. two. Um, but... Around your questions. So the first thing it makes me think of is it's it's just really interesting what you can learn when you ask people questions, right? And and sometimes the, the right questions. And I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but I like I grew up in a family of of structure and respect and, and authority, right? So like I look at as a, a mother figure as a mother figure and a father figure as a father figure and a grandpa as a grandpa and so on, right? There's like, I don't know how to describe it, but you're not like, you're not peer to peer until a certain point in life. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would have never been asking those questions 10 years ago, but I also probably never would have thought to ask those questions 10 years ago. So for me, it was, you know, every time I talk to him, I just, I want to learn more about him, the way he thinks, his life experiences and all the things. And, uh, it was eye opening to hear him talk about my grandma. You know, I, I know he loved him, but it's, it's. He loved her or she loved him? <laughs> both. Both. I know that he loved her. Um, but it's interesting to hear him and I mean, outright say that he, he wishes he would have done some things differently. And I can't not say that I couldn't take some something away from that. You know, it makes you, especially when you're in the room with him, like I think we tried to portray on that episode. When he speaks, it's really hard not to just be fully engaged and listening, you know. So everything that he says hits you right in your heart. And so when he says something like that, like it, it, it couldn't not make me think about how I addressed things and specifically like relationships in in my own life. And and I'm not perfect. Like I'm still trying to work on prioritizing people and making people like Daniela feel a certain way as consistently as I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it definitely made me think. And I also just thought like, there's so much that he has to be appreciative for. And I know that like he's loved a lot of his life, but you know, it it wouldn't be fun to be in that position where you, you're, you're hurting because you think you could have done things differently to the most important person in your life, you know, and that, that, that hits kind of hard. So I want to do what I can to learn from that. At this point in your life, I know you're not 88, but at this point in your life, do you feel like you have big enough regrets that stand out to you? 
No. Good. Looks Do good. you? No. Okay. Not yet. Not yet? <laughs> no, I don't think I know. Not what yet. What does that mean? I mean, there's so much more life, right? Like, oh, yeah. I'm saying like, who knows what's to come, right? You know, but at this point, nothing stands out. And I think if you have to, if you have to really, really think about it, then you probably don't. No, no. I mean, I feel like. High pitch voice. I mean. Like, I just feel like my, my theory on like, I mean, this changes literally daily, but I often just come back to like certain things, like try to find more acceptance for any and all things, you know, enjoy, enjoy like the day in and day out, like, or the process, whatever you want to call it, like enjoy the little things and be a good person, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think. Most of the time I tick those things and, and surely there's things you wish you could do differently or there's things you wish you could have done or took more risk to go after, mm-hmm. you know, but no, at this point I'm like, I'm not sitting and dwelling on any of that stuff. Cool. That's good. Um, I want to share a, a meme or I'll try to explain it to you. It was a, a meme of, I'm sure you guys have seen things like this, but like, why do dogs not live as long as we do? Right. It was a picture of a dog and it's human <laughs> sitting on a park bench and there were thought bubbles coming out of each one of them and the thought bubbles coming out of the human were like a big house, an airplane, a brand new car, you know, money, all this stuff. And then the thought bubble coming out of the dog was literally the image of the dog and the human sitting on the park bench at the park where he currently was. Oh, that's cute. And I think like it definitely stopped me and made me think about just even the the part of life we're in right now, there are so many moments throughout the day where I'm like, I'm never going to be in this exact moment with my kid this age ever, never. ever again. Never. And so if that, you know, yeah, rings true to anyone listening, you know, just try to try to find that joy in the moment because we all think that it's hiding in travels and big cars and, you know, the perfect job. But in reality, you know, Sometimes just being here and accepting, you know, the things that we have right here at our fingertips can make us feel the happiest. For sure. For sure. And I think that's where you find the most yeah. happiness. Yeah. If that's not what you just said. Sorry, I'm trying to do two things at once. It made me think of, um, so I read this book recently called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which I I really loved. Um, I'm sure many of you have already read it. And the guy, Mark Manson, who wrote the book, just posted this thing that's like right along those lines. And I want to find it real quick because, uh, cause it's really applicable, but I'm not going to find it quick enough and we're going to be waiting forever. So we'll come back. Okay. We'll come back. Let's go to the next caller. Hi, my name is Isabel Wilder. I go by Izzy. Um, first I want to say I am a huge fan of your podcast. Um, uh, it's the only podcast I really listen to. Um, and I look forward to the new episodes each and every week. For this week, I wanted to let you in on my win and my fail as requested. Um, I guess I'll start with my fail. My fail was, so I have a 21-month-old son. He's actually, his birthday is very close to Dio's. He was born November 3rd, 2019. Um, 
I was looking at the baby monitor yesterday, um, and I saw that he was waking up from his nap, and I was about to go in and check in on him. Um, and I was also on the phone with my partner at the time, so I said, okay, I'm going to go wake up Jamie now. Um, and as I hang up the phone, I see Jamie put his hands into his diaper, um, and, well, trigger warning, gross, but uh, you might be able to guess what happens next. He sticks his hand in the diaper, and then he puts it in his mouth. Um, and the funny thing is, I had watched a uh, TikTok the, that morning, actually, of a mom who had to pull over um, in her car because her son um, was covered in poop. Um, his face was just covered in it, and he was grinning from ear to ear. So maybe that foreshadowed what was going to happen to me later that day. I don't know. Um, that was the first time I'd ever seen him do something like that, uh, and I hope it is it will be the last time. Um, so that is my fail. Um, I maybe should have prefaced that with a TMI. Sorry. <laughs> um, but my win is that I have applied to a mentorship program through the YMCA near me, um, and I'm very excited about it. I will be partnered with uh, a youth between the ages of 8 and 17, I believe, and it's a year-long commitment. Um, you meet with them for one to three hours a week. But I am, I'm super, super excited about it. I love working with kids. Um, obviously, I have my own, um, and I think it will be a really meaningful way to maybe give back to my community. Um, and hopefully make a difference in someone's life and also make a friend. So that is my win and my fail. Um, I hope I didn't gross you out too much with my fail. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much, and I love you guys. Izzy, our first win and fail. Thank you, and such a good one at that. We were um... – we were actually laughing when we heard you talk about your poopy situation. Sorry about that. Um, but I think it's a rite of passage. Listen, we've had Gio do a very similar um, action. And let me tell you, it's it's just, I don't know. He's never taken the poop to the face. Never though. to the face. Oh my gosh. Did Jamie take it to the face? That's what I thought she was getting No, at. she said the TikTok kid had it all over his face. Oh no, uh, he ate it. Poor oh, Jamie. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to eat poop. Turns out. It's not good for you. I don't think so. I have a story I wish I could tell you on here, but I will not do this because this is these are like my my day one homies from back home. Were they adults? No. They were youth. Youth. Okay. okay. But it involves poop. And that's, I would imagine. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Oh. Um, I mean, that's a shitty situation, but the best part of your voice. He couldn't wait to say that. Was the win. <laughs> I think that that's so dope that you're doing that. Yep. Um, I I've never done that. From my own experience, like I know I've I've there hasn't been m- many things that have like brought me more of a sense of fulfillment and joy than like being a big brother to somebody and like just just helping somebody learn and watching them grow. And so I think like what you're setting out to do is is absolutely amazing. And people like you with an attitude like you have are the exact people that should be doing something like this. Yep. Because, you know, your your younger new friend will have a lot to learn from you. 
and and like you're probably going to open eyes and show them a world that maybe they never knew existed before and mm-hmm. that's so cool yeah yeah i i feel the same way i think it's so amazing um one of one of the reasons why i look back at my years on nickelodeon so fondly was because i kind of played somewhat of like you know an older sister figure for so many people who watched the show. But then in my real life, I was able to do a lot of cool volunteer experiences and working on a network where younger people look up to you was a huge, um, thing I took seriously. You know, I, I, I felt responsible and having any sort of, um, impression or leave an impression on a kid can make a huge impact in their life. And, I think more people should volunteer for these kind of things. And I really respect you for doing that, especially having a a 21 month old because your hands are full already, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, um, but you're amazing. And, um, you know, maybe you inspired some of our listeners to check out their local YMCA or boys and girls clubs. Um, there's, I'm sure several renditions of it. So very cool. Next caller. Hi, Daniela. Hi, Andrew. My name's Alana. Um, I have an adulting women fail for you. They're kind of combined. So, you know, growing up, how people would ask you, hey, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Well, I've come to realize that I no longer know how to answer that question. Um, I am in public radio, and I have been chasing my dreams since I was in middle school. I am now 25. And I've pretty much reached the goal that I thought I wouldn't reach when I was, like, in my 30s. Um, I am teaching classes. I am a uh, radio host now, a live host. I've done internships. I've done fellowships. I've just been, like, a full-time reporter. And so now, you know, I'm just doing things that I didn't think I'd be doing at my age. Um, and I guess that's, that's definitely a win. But the fail is now that I'm kind of taking a step back, I kind of realized that I really don't know myself outside of my career because that's what I've been focused on for so long, again, since middle school. And so now I'm really just, like, taking a step back, still enjoying what I'm doing, um, you know, telling people stories and getting to talk live on air and things like that. But now I'm really trying to figure out, okay, who is Alana? You know, what does she enjoy? What what does she like? You know, where does she want to see herself in five years? Not in terms of a career, but, you know, just in terms of life. So it's a, the win and the fail is, is kind of combined. Again, love you guys so much. Thanks for what you guys do in creating this community for adults. Well, trying to be said adults. Thanks, guys. Bye. Alana, Alana, girlfriend, first of all, um, Definitely a win. Definitely a win. Um, And I completely understand how that can also feel um, like a revelation in a lot of ways. You know, you've come so far and you've accomplished so much, but um, not like what's next from my personal experience. I was very much in the same boat and I still find myself in the same boat because I definitely um struggled specifically in our relationship because before meeting Andrew I was really all I felt I had going for me or all I cared about at the time was my career um 
I felt like that's what I was made up of. And there was really no Daniela outside of that. Um, even my own like close family and friends, I feel like even still to the, well, not so much anymore, but definitely back then people would really only talk to me about what I did. Um, and so that became more and more of who I was. Um, I think that at your age, because that's actually about the same age where I felt like I was breaking free of that, um, ideal or who I, who everyone thought I was, I started to really take a step back and, and think about, you know, who I was and what was important to me and what I wanted for those future years to come. And I think a healthy balance of a strong career and being career minded. And then also like, you know, taking care of your personal life, your relationships, um, friends, family, otherwise, whatever it may be. Um, that's all, all important. And I think you're, you're at the same age where it became prevalent to me. So I'm wondering if maybe that 25 or mid twenties range is a common time for people to start looking at like, okay, outside of what I want to do for work, who am I? Mm -hmm. Did you feel that way? Yeah, I was going to say, shit, it's a common theme for me now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So maybe uh, for I, like I, a I decade. I totally relate. I felt like that for, I mean, really since I moved to LA and, and started my work life, which was 10 years ago. Um, and I've I've changed things along the way and, you know, big life changes when the kids were born and, and like leaving um, traditional work and just, just jumping and thinking I'd figure it out. Well... I didn't have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. And and I totally understand like hats off to you for already surpassing like maybe what you even thought was possible and just crushing it in what you set out to do. I've found and like I'm uh this is a work in progress for me for sure, but what I've seen is that I feel like the people that are really thriving thrive the most in life and thrive consistently like year after year and decade after decade they're really good at revising goals you know and and like i'm coming to learn for myself that it's really important for me and that's that's an element that keeps life interesting for me because otherwise it can get disinteresting pretty quickly yeah right and it doesn't ha i'm not saying just around career success financial matters any of that like i'm talking everything you know, and it also comes back to like, you know, being able to ask yourself those questions and giving your, yourself the space to be able to answer those, whatever that means. Like sometimes for, for some people that's like, you need to put yourself in a physical space that allows like you to go there or, you know, you need to separate yourself from people for a while or whatever it like, however you can get there. Like, don't be afraid to ask yourself those questions because I think that's so normal. I, I'm still asking myself those questions all the day. Like, mm what is this about? What do I want out of this? Mm -hmm. Who am I? You know, and those are really difficult questions to answer. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing I want to say is, is I don't think I've talked about it for a few weeks, but I'm still chatting with my, um, call her therapist just for easy for sake of ease, but she's, she's more of a relationship healer, I believe is what she calls herself. Uh, and that relationship is with yourself and she's, like we've just gone through a journey together. Some some weeks I show up and have no idea what we're even going to talk about, but we we fill up an hour easy because, um, you know, I and and both of us really are just willing to dive deep. But that was that was like one of the main reasons that I went to her because I was trying to figure out those things, like trying to get some more clarity on like 
what the fuck I'm doing, you know? But she's been helpful for me. So if, if that's something you're open to, um, look her up. Her name's Michelle Paradise. I, I'm pretty sure she's on Instagram. Um, but if you want to, if you have any questions or want to know more about my journey, like you can hit us up at adulting, like a mother father at gmail.com. Uh, and I'll make sure that I take a look at that. But, but yeah, that's, that's what I got. Hopefully that's helpful. Uh, It was helpful. Um, thank you guys. And, um, you know, these voicemails are so fun. I don't even have the number handy, but, um, you want to take us out while I find it real quick? Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say to you guys a few minutes ago was, uh, Mark Manson. I I had to come back to this. Okay, good. Mark Manson is the guy that wrote the book, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And there's, there's a blurb out of the book that he posted to Instagram. He's, he's an interesting follow if you like this sort of stuff, but it says we joke online about first world problems, but we have really become victims of our own success. Stress-related health issues, anxiety disorders, and cases of depression have skyrocketed over the past 30 years, despite the fact that everyone has a flat-screen TV and can have their groceries delivered. Our crisis is no longer material. It's existential. It's Mm. spiritual. We have so much fucking stuff and so many opportunities that we don't even know what to give a fuck about anymore. Wow. Um, Should we just ride out on that? Well, yeah, I just I just feel like I have to say this because it's like on my tongue. Um, I feel like that really hits me hard and deep because one of the reasons why this move was so important to us was because we wanted to get back to what I feel like is more of like the basics where we're surrounded around family. I you know, I'll say it like I've even thought about possibly looking into going to a church um, because that is where my head's at right now. We mm-hmm. have, we're so lucky. We have so many modern conveniences. We have, we have, we're fortunate, but what I'm feeling I'm missing is this deeper, like knowing of myself, this deeper understanding of life, this deeper connection with the simpler things. Um, and that's what I'm craving the most. And you cannot buy that. No, no. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. I think you come to learn that a lot of the stuff is all just noise. Yeah. You know, and you got to come back to, and you said it, you got to come back to what's simple and like what, what actually fills up your cup, Mm -hmm. but you don't know it until you don't have it. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I, I forget even what fills my cup up because you look at the bigger things in life and you're like, well, you need money. Money buys you all the things you need. So money fills my cup up. Yeah. I feel like it's always like when, when it gets off balance. Yes, exactly. You know, then it's like right in your face. Yeah. And it's something you got to address. Yep. Um, okay, I have the phone number for you guys. It's 818-659-5142. Feel free to call us, leave a, a message with a question or a story or a win and a fail. And if you don't mind and you enjoyed our show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods. <laughs>